0: This is Radio.fm. Good afternoon, friends and family. We're glad to be here with you at Bazu's Farms. We're about 14 miles east of uh, Kankakee, Illinois. This is a beautiful setting for individuals and families and events. We're around 40 acres. Um, all kind of fruits, meals cooked here. Uh, great facilities through I.T. and wells. If you want to come back, nature, this is the place to do it. We'll talk a bit about more Bazu's Farm later on. Right now we're doing the first of a number of uh, archive pieces that you want to do to talk about the relationship and the history and the energies between uh, the Black Roots and the Red Pleas. Black Roots are Black people. We are the indigenous people to this planet and people understand that who Sometimes who are not even black. Everything comes from us, from our seas. Look at Easter Island. Look at the old ones in South America. And the older Redskins, Native Americans, will tell you of the old ones out south. We have records of that that have been acquired here in America. And other races that have have inhabited this continent. Uh, but we'll discuss that also, and hopefully that information will be released and uh, available before our children so we can talk about true history. But I found out when I was 30 that my dad, my great dad, was in Lakota Sioux, and I went looking for my history, and I come across the reservation in South Dakota of Lakota Sioux and home of Chief Rodolf, uh Chief of Chiefs of uh, the Sioux Nation. And they kind of adopted me over the past 40 years and shared much wisdom with me. And I'm very grateful to have this opportunity to share it with you. I have with me Chief Horse Looking. He comes from a very venerable and old old family. For the past 19 generations, this family and his uh, cousin, Chief Arrow Looking Horse, uh, are the keeper of the Sacred Pipe that was given to the Lakota nation 19 generations ago. And she brought to them a set of the Ten Commandments like Moses did to uh, our people. And these were comprised of seven individual rituals. And one ritual was uh, Sundance, dance. another ritual was um, Spackle Ceremony, UEP Ceremony, um, Vision Questing. And the last one was called Throwing the Ball. We don't so much practice that nowadays. But the other other practices are all methods of prayer. We pray in what's called an Inipi. And we'll talk about that and invite you to Inipi Services in, in quite the near future, I'm sure. But I want to talk to Chief about the white buffalo woman and how she came. And this is a Lakota tale story that's been passed down. I'm not going to call it a legend, um, because we believe it's real. So if I may, Chief, can I have you join us over here? Sit down and have a conversation and greet the people.
1: Good evening. My name is Chief Keith Horslakeen from Rosebud, South Dakota in the St. Francis community called the Alabama community in St. Francis. I am really glad to be here at Basu's Farm to help and to culturalize and to help our people come together as one and and redirect our way of life and understanding our values and teachings how we can work together as a nation, not as segregation, but as a nation to help our people and to establish more of accountability and to look forward to help, to integrate our children and great-grandchildren for the future generations that is coming. And I'm very, very grateful to be here and be part of your ceremony and to help and build and learn as we move forward. And I want to elaborate on a lot of key issues about our way of life we have the sacred white buffalo calf pipe that was given 19 generations ago we have a lot of teachings on the seven rites that establish underneath this this sacred pipe that we have and we have to teach and understand and walk this way of life to help our people to understand We need to know and redirect our teachings, especially our language. Our language, my name, Lakota name is Ikhaka Washte My name is, in English terms, is Good Elk Boy, as as my Indian name for our Lakota people. And we receive these names under the seven rites of the Chanupa. And these seven rites establish a lot of teaching as the way of life. We have the Women's Ceremony, we have the Men's Ceremony, we have Vision Quest Ceremony, we have the sweat lodge Ceremony, we have Iwipi, lowampi Ceremonies, we have the lodge Ceremonies, we have the Sundance Ceremonies, a ritual that we have to embrace our circle of life, to bring our people together as one. As we say, as the medicine wheel has many, many directions and the four winds that bring to unite. And, and this medicine will brings many, many cultures, brings many, many indigenous people together. We have the red nation, we have the black nation, we have the white nation, we have the yellow nation. We also have the brown nation. And to, And to cooperate and to work together and pray as one, we can be a strong nation to help our people, the future generations, and our children and great-grandchildren, so they can continue and learn and to help one another to establish what here is the teachings. Wola kota, mini These are the language that redirects and finds us as good health, help, Bringing our nations together, water of life, have a heart, have bravery, and have understanding to bring a concept to our people in that way. I'm very grateful to be here and be part of the culture and to help and and to serve as much as I can to understand the values of what is here today. There's a lot of teachings and there's a lot of helping, but we need to take one step at a time to understand that we can collaborate and work together as one and to know to teach our people, our children, our great-grandchildren, ch- so they can walk in this way of life. Many times we forget to have patience, to understand this, how to collaborate and how to bring things together. Many times we forget, we forget to take time to have patience. To take time and understand the values and teach our people. It's it's never too late to learn. Doesn't matter how old are you. Doesn't matter how young are you. But it's to teach and to carry on our way of life as part, as a nation. I'm very, very happy to be here. I'm very happy that in Vasu's farm, along with my good friend, Freddie Green and all the relatives that are here and Teresa for bringing me here and a good friend Nico Shadaway. I am very happy that we could we could help and and establish our way of life to to work together as one. And as we come together as one we can work together and to help each other to teach and to work not as to to take things beyond, but take it at ground level. So when we talk and teach, we're working together and teaching more and more as relatives to understand our way of life. <clears throat> many times we we, we talk about our way, and many times we talk about how we can work together as, as relatives, as good relatives, as good friends, as good people, as who we are. Sometimes, We may make mistakes sometimes, but we're human and we can always, we can always work together and to help each other, to correct your mistakes and move forward. We can pick up where we left off. We can not never go back in time, but we can pick up where we left off and move forward and help each other. Through the children, through the men, through the women, through the grandfathers, to the grandmothers and to the people that we need to redirect and, and follow our way of life to establish this way. And many times we may not understand, but we know, coherence our way of life is, is to teach. And that's why I'm here, to work together and to help one another so we can grow together and have this respect and have our concept to help one another. I'm gonna thank all the relatives that are here, I want to thank everyone for your support. I want to thank you all and give me the time and opportunity to be here. My name is Chief Keith Horslaken Sr. On the Rosebud Reservation, on St. Francis community called the Owl Bonnet community where I have my sun dance, the Wipi ceremonies and, and sweat lodges and vision quests as we know, as we work together. We also have powwows, traditional powwows that we work, and the Powells are gathering. Howls are sharing another culture of the Seven Rights as we practice. So we know that the gatherings that we share our culture, our giveaways, our honorings, our name-givings, and that's how we work together to learn our Seven Rights. My name is Chief Keith Horse Looking Senior to re elaborate on our White Buffalo Calf Pipe. Nineteen generations ago, the the White Buffalo Calf Pipe came to our Lakota, Dakota people on the plains in South Dakota. The White Buffalo Calf Pipe has brought many, many, many teachings historically. And most of the teachings where she brought was these two young warriors seeing this beautiful lady carrying this White Buffalo Calf Pipe. Came on a hill. There was a warrior that had a negative thought and we have a warrior that really has a positive thought of understanding and how sacred she was. When that white buffalo pipe brought and this warrior was very, very wanted to take her to her teepee and have Many, many bad thoughts in in his in his mind. So she told she told to come closer. When he came closer it was a white cloud like a funnel of a tornado came. When that cloud disappeared, the warrior was laying on the ground like a skeleton with his hair. The one that was knew that how sacred she was. He bowed his head and said, what do we need to do? She said, bring, fix a white teepee. I'm bringing this pipe to you. When the white buffalo calf pipe lady said, I'm bringing this pipe to you to help and to direct and find healing and process to our way of life. So this warrior went ahead and, and build on a beautiful white teepee. So this white buffalo calf pipe, this lady brought the pot into the chief, into the family of the Alkhead family and the Looking Horse family and stating this is what many, many generations that this is happening. And this is why we honor this pipe we respect this pipe. So in that terms, we talk about how sacred this pipe is. It, it brought many, many teachings. And with this pipe, it brought healing for our people. And it brought love and understanding. And this pipe will make you happy. And this pipe will make you cry. There were the teachings that goes on and many times for our people to bring a great understanding, to be respectful and understand the values of what the pipe meant. The pipe had to have tobacco. They had to have red willow. And this chief was wondering how we could find this. And his son gave his life up to become this red willow. And the chief cried because this boy said, I will give up my life. I will go down to the creek and I will pray that this, you have this red willow as they call Chashasha. So the young boy went down to the creek and the chief was crying and told him not to. But this was part of the gift. So when the boy went into the creek. And he came out much, much red willow along the creek. And it told the chief how to peel it, how to dry it, how to preserve it, and how to use it with this chanupa. This pipe had 12 eagle feathers on it, well, braided sweet grass, a rock. It had Other items that came with this Chanupa. And how to take care of it. Many years we had. A grandmother. Called Long Warrior. Bad Warrior. Elkhead family. Take care of this Chanupa. And return. This Chanupa was given to the Looking Horse family. As my relatives, my uncle Stanley. And my cousin Orville looking worse. It brought many, many directions. And it helped all the nations coming together. As the medicine will. As the four directions that came to help and to understand this way of life. Sometimes we forget. So we can understand this way of life and how we pray with this Chanupa and how we pray with this way of life. And this Chanupa that that we see is a reference of this red bowl and the stem that was brought. Many times we help but we always say this Chanupa is very sacred in our way of life. It brought many, many teachings and brought many, many directions. And sometimes, this Chanupa has more forgiveness than us people today. It does. Because it forgives us. It redirects us. We could be upset as human beings. We can hurt each other. We can say something that is not correctly to hurt someone. And say hurtful things are hit somebody and we go back and we pick this Chanupa and we cry, and this Chanupa forgives us. As human beings today, if we can forgive each other, we'll be, we will be in a better environment as what it is today. We got to have balance, we got to have positive, we got to have negative. And those are the balance of life that we have today. And to establish this, and this walk of life as many people has to understand that this chanupa is part of all of our people in Indian country on this turtle island and it heal and will help us as come together so i want to say this much about this chanupa i want to say this much about the seven rites. I want to say this much about everything that brings us together as a nation. This Chanupa is, is very powerful and and as humans today, we take advantage of this. Sometimes we say things that we shouldn't say to hurt one another. We say things that, that hurts people in the language terms. And this Chanupa has more forgiveness than us human beings today. We can, we can get mad, we can say stuff, we can hit somebody. and returns we pick this Chanupa up, and it forgives us. As human beings today, if we could forgive one another, we'll be a strong nation and to help. But sometimes our way of life interferes. Sometimes we take more than, than we should do. And these teachings are more than what? it is today. So I just want to say this, that this Chanupa is of value and it will help and direct our people and to understand that this is what goes on in our life. Putting this Chanupa together is bringing the nations together and bringing our life together as one. This is much I'm going to say. I want to thank you all again and hope this will help you understand our way of life, our culture, and that way we can carry on as one nation, as one nation under Tukashila, our way of life. I hope, Pilamalo alo, Broadcasting from Oak Park, Illinois, USA to the world at www.redhotradio.fm.